In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Buck Sexton and I are coming your way at noon, but right now we're getting your morning started right with Tug, Rhino, and Carlos Medina on The Morning Extra. Clay and Buck, of course, part of the best lineup in all of conservative talk radio that begins with The Morning Extra and then continues at 9 with Glenn Beck program, Clay and Buck, Guy Benson, Jesse Kelly, and the Jimmy Fallon Show, Fox Across America. Me and Clay are kind of friends. What do you mean? What do you mean, kind of? Friends? Well, no, we'd be out a handful well, of times. Yeah, sure. Um, was, yeah. This was this was months ago when he first jumped into the political realm, and I was working over on the sports end and started moving over this direction. And him and I just both kept chatting each other up when he would come up here, and it was a matter of, do you believe how crazy these people are? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I mean, nuts. we were used to we were used to crazy people in sports. Sure, but joking around about when you move over here and you realize, like, he got a letter the other day where somebody actually sent like a letter to his home to crap on him. He's like. You're pretty dedicated to do that, son. To, I was like, I was like every now and then, yeah, I, every now and then I'll get an email or I'll get a, a you know, a, a tweet or everything else, and I just think to myself, man, you're really mad. <laughs> I, I was just, like, I've never, I've never gotten hated on for a Georgia Taker or a Falcon. Yeah, right, that way. exactly. But you will in politics, no, no doubt about politics, it. Politics, different, different animal. Man, oh man, people. That's the reason you, you're not supposed to talk about. It was politics a fraternity. It was a fraternity of the. You've been battered. I've been battered. This yeah. is kind of different. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, yeah. A, it's a new world that we're we're embarking on. Yeah. For 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 the whole thing with Clay, you know, for the longest time when it came to sports stuff, and he would have the tour bus that says everybody hates Clay Travis. He was like, yeah, they don't hate me the same way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different it's, kind it's of hate. A new hate. Different kind of hate. It, it's one thing when you're like your team's bad. They get over it. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> or, or you point out the reasons that their team is bad. Yeah, the, uh, politics goes a different direction. They don't get over it. And and will send you death threats. And and you see it. You you hear of, of politicians getting death threats. And look, that's I, I don't know anybody on the right that is that is sending death threats. And maybe there are some. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure there, there are. There are. It's, it's I, just, be I don't interact with anybody but, but like I don't, that. I don't know anybody on the left who's currently talking about being swatted six times like our friend Fair Marjorie point. Taylor Greene. Fair point. She was on Tucker Carlson last night talking about it six times. Remember when it happened the first time the next day. Oh, she came on she with us. She was on with us here on The Morning Extra, and she said, I'm breaking news. It happened again last night. Yeah. And, and if you don't know, if you don't know what the term swatted is, what happens is somebody makes a phone call to the police. They talk about there is a situation, and they will give your address. They will say that it's a hostage situation. Uh, there's somebody in the home with a gun, and the entire goal is to have police show up to your home with firearms drawn and ready for a fight. And and that's that again six times she's now had. Now fortunately, she's used to it. To the point where the police show up and they just they just come. It's been and check. turned over to the FBI. They, at this they, point. Exactly, they know what's going on, so they're not showing up at her home, guns drawn. But the the hope of the, any of these people that SWAT her is that will police officers show up and there's a firefight and uh, something w- happens. when something happens serious something serious exactly. that's deadly. their goal, which is completely disgusting. Yeah, and she talked about it on Tucker last night. As a matter of fact, just why people are targeting her and why she says, "quote I will never back down," and I believe her. She's loud. She does she's not loud, care. she's honest, and that's she that's all it takes. She does not care about 
the the abuse that she takes. She does not care about the things that are happening to her personally. She is staying in the fight. She's uh she's she's quite a lady. You, even if you don't like her, you have to respect the fact that she will not concede. She will not give up. And and uh, look, a lot of people would say that is the same way that Donald Trump is, right? That that doesn't matter if you like him or not, he is not going to be swayed. If you're outspoken, you're the enemy. The the Democrats, the the left, does not mind having an opposition party that is compliant and shuts up, that does not fight. And so this is where we talk about the new right. And I, I brought it up yesterday. When you say, you're a racist, I go, all right, that's fine. Well, you're a Nazi, like on MSNBC. That's always. It's always all day yesterday. I just go, all right, that's fine. You know, whatever. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because you're trying to silence that side. It's not that they believe that you're a Nazi. It's not that they believe you're a racist. They're trying to use the buzzwords to get you quiet. And as long as you don't go along with it, as long as you don't comply, it makes them insane. 13 days from now, people will not comply. I feel confident. I, the, the red tsunami, as you and Newt Gingrich and, and Rhino and, and everybody has labeled it, I feel certain that people in, in, in America, but in the state of Georgia specifically, because we're here, they are tired of the buzzwords that have no meaning anymore because they're, people are seeing through it, right? They're in, it, uh, initially, originally, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago, when people would say that, be like, oh, what, no, no, I'm not, and, and start well, they backpedaling make, they, and start defending. They make you fight on their plane. They make you fight on their grounds. And, and this is why I tell you to reject the premise. As soon as someone says, well, you're this, just go, yeah, no, and then continue on with your point. That That is what the new right does. The new right does not Again, rejects the premise and does not fight on their battlefield. Just can, keeps it moving. That that's the thing. It, when and, and you're right. Twenty years ago, if I said, "Tug, well, you're clearly you're a bad person," the first thing you think is, "Well, before I argue the point, let me show you that I'm a good person." Right. Don't even do that. Anymore. No, of course not. Don't even you bother can't. with that. You can't go like this. You're right. I am a bad person, and here's where you're wrong. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's correct. You're 100 percent right. There's new numbers out. I, there's a reason why I tell you. I'm like, like no, I'm no. a bad person. No, Here we go. But but, but I know better. <laughs> Right. But I know better. But I know, you know you're not. But you know where I'm coming from. I know you are, and I know you're not a bad person. And you'll say that because you are, have been called that, and you'll wear it like a badge of honor because sure. you've been called that by people who have no bearing on your life. They have no goodwill toward you, and they don't care about you, your beliefs, your family, or anything that's tr- uh, that's precious to you. That's right. Me and Flounder, we are terrible people. We will tell you like it is, right? That, that's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you how to Flounder. That ain't going to stop us. No, not one bit. No, I, and I love that. And, 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 I, and I never pretend to be a good person, and I'm not a good person. The Bible tells me I'm not a good person. So I'm not going to pretend that I'm a good person. Do I try to live up to certain standards that I hold dear? Absolutely. But I, I know I'm not good, and none of us are good. The good book tells me that. See, by, by at the, and it's going to take some time, okay? I understand this is going to take some time. At some point, you are going to come around to, because you're, you're very first and foremost, I'm a good person. Here's what I'm going to do. Now, again, you might say, like, well, I'm not a good person. I'm a, I'm a flawed person. But you always want to make sure you're always trying to put forth, I want to do the best for everyone around me. At a certain point, you're going to go like this. I'm going to do the best for everyone around me. At the same time, I'm going to say when you're flat out effing wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> like, yeah. in Which a mean way, with. though. In a mean yeah, way. Right. Like, no, but, I, but you don't do it in a mean way. That's the thing. You 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 I, are you are the man who goes like like. Listen, I think you're kind of uh, mistaken. But that is your good nature. Right. That is right. Well, that is your good nature. At some point, you're just going to go like. Uh, Mother-in-law, 
You're yeah. flat out effing wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. There's no doubt. No, because I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind when I see wrong and I see evil, I recognize it immediately. I think most people do. Even people that may even agree with the evil and the wrong that's being done, they recognize it as wrong too. And I heard Matt Walsh, it was a clip that he had posted or somebody, maybe Daily Wire posted about him. And he had a great analogy. Do you want to be like me, a guy that they say is wrong? Or do you want to be like the green-haired ghouls that are screaming and pitching a fit about something that is way off base that 99% of Americans don't agree with, like mutilation of children and, and all the things that, that he talks about? Who, which side are you choosing? That, that's the challenge of it. I, I know that when you have a, a servant's heart, you're trying to take in everything and say, all right, the, these are all part of my community, part of my people. There's a certain extent where you just go, that doesn't represent me one bit. Right. That doesn't represent what I feel. And I don't, do not want to subjug, uh, subjugate my family, my children, anybody else to that sort of mentality. That That's the big challenge. You have to decide what you're going to be brutal about and what you're going to be caring about. And and those are, those are two wildly different things. I, I look at it and I'm like, I understand your plight. I want to feel for you. I know people who have gone through this sort of stuff, and, and I want to feel for you. There's a certain point where I say, I you get what to, you get. I, you I, get what I, you deserve. I need that to be on you. Yeah, you get what you ask for. Don't 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 put it on everybody else in society. And that that's a weird place to go because you because a lot of these people are looking for acceptance, but there's a point where it turns into, for lack of a better term, flamboyance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to to be like, here, it, y'all all have to deal with it. I'm like, listen, I'm I'm pretty conservative. I'm a sports fan. I'm this and this. I don't ask all of y'all to be that either. I don't. I don't put it all on everybody else. I'm like, this is me. This is how I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to point out. Um, I, I think that to a certain extent, you have to decide what is yours, what is your plight, and and keep it. You know, not 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 so much just to yourself, but you have to understand, keep it within your own battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense to me, man. I, I I get it. I understand, and and I think that, but I think it's good. I think differences are actually good where the democrat party says they think differences are good yet they want everybody saying the thing flounder used to have this great saying about democrats do you do you remember was the one uh, they want you to they, which one look, exactly. look different uh, look different think the same uh, is that oh, it? they uh democrats want you to look this look different but think the yeah, same yeah, which i think is brilliant where where me as a conservative i don't want anybody to look the same i don't want anybody to think the same I'm okay that you uh, approach your politics and, and your life different than I do. I'm just fine with that. I actually embrace it, and I think it's good because in the moments that we need somebody to be like, well, damn it, that's not what we're doing, you're there. And then when we need somebody to be a little more reserved, I'll be like, I got this one, I got this one, and you diffuse the the, 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 the situation, the argument, whatever it is, in a different way. It's good that we actually approach things differently. I love the idea that everybody is an individual. Me too. And, yes, and, that's, and, that's and, where and, I'm going. And I, and I respect all of them. And I, I respect whatever your plight is, whatever your challenge is, uh, whatever your upbringing is. I sit back and I go, that this is part of what makes life so interesting, that, that everybody is is part of this fabric where you all make your contributions, you all make your, your contributions to the civil society, and then we all kind of figure it out from there. There's just that point where I just say, okay, if you are contributing to the civil society— that means that you aren't buying into fascism. You aren't buying into communism. You aren't preaching these things where we know 
is detrimental to the civil society. And so much of what the Democrat Party is preaching is, let me give you the venom that is going to alter the civil society. It's going to rot it. It's going to make waste of it. And that's where I immediately put up those those. Uh, immediately those those blockers and go no 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 you're not allowed no, you're not you. allowed in this I'm club i'm sorry I'm if, you're not, you if you're not going to play this game then we're not allowed we're not allowing you into this club yeah no i and that's the only way you can be because western civilization and and human life and human existence actually depends on us pushing back on that otherwise it turns into the stone ages again it turns into uh, you know the 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 time where where people were slaves and and were uh, just subjugated to a, a a plight in life, they had no opportunity. That's Western civilization. Civilization has actually given that, and the Democrats and the left and communists and socialists they want to head back the other way because they want the power. Well, the ultimately. growth the growth of civil society it, it it's not clean. There there has been of course it can't be that because we're all that's how and it goes. Wrong. Absolutely, exactly. It it does follow uh, that uh, Judeo Christian ethics background. At the same time, the growth has been part of free will. It's let's determine what direction we're going to go that was given to you by God. Here's how it's going to be. And so when when I think about um, how, how I kind of promote this sort of stuff, as long as we're always promoting freedom, sometimes that ain't the best thing in the world, but a lot of times it is. But as long as you're always promoting that, free will and allowing people to have self-determination, I think that is ends up being the key because when you look at what this society, what America has become, there's a reason why we are the the richest society in the world. We're the, the most amazing country that's ever been, um, but it's always going to be under attack, and every empire eventually falls. It's up to us to try and keep this thing going as long as possible. No doubt about it. I swear we'll get to uh, the... I feel like I've been swearing a whole bunch this morning. I'm ready. I'm ready for headlines when you are. I'm no, ready to go. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying we'll get to that. The 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 poll from the Trafalgar Group, which shows Herschel Walker actually leading Raphael Warnock by two points. That was that was what well, I. Good, you just got into it. There yeah, you go. Absolutely, which is great, and, and and it's fantastic. Well, I want to talk about it a little more, but uh, we'll do that in the next segment. We're going to get to headlines now on Extra 106.3. The 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by Central Heating and Air. Get a maintenance agreement with them today at centralheat.com, and that way your house and your family are warm this fall and winter. Now, today's headlines, presented by RBM of Atlanta, your Mercedes-Benz connection since 1964. I feel like you really just buried the entire Herschel Walker thing, but that's okay. No, Next we're going to bring it back. Next we're going to bring totally it back. Fine. Last night was debate night, as we have now seen a number of these races all around the country, uh, whether it's gubernatorial debates or Senate debates, where it's come down to... There's only going to be one of them in a lot of these cases. Let's start over in New York where Lee Zeldin, surprisingly, when you talk about a state that the Democrat uh, won previously by 22 points, Lee Zeldin has won four points in New York. When you talk about a red wave, that is where it's going. Him and Kathy Hochul, it a lot came back to crime where Kathy Hochul wondered, what's the big deal? Why do you keep bringing up this particular topic? Uh, it actually ends up working. And when you talk about later in the evening, the Pennsylvania Senate debate, where people weighed in on John Fetterman and Dr. Oz. Uh, you want to talk about a very weird scenario where John Fetterman, who's coming off of having a stroke back in May, uh, was having to read off a teleprompter and then respond accordingly. Uh, one of those debates where he had a very hard time 
following up with the with the questions that were given to him by the moderators. Uh, a very difficult debate you did have, according to the local news station, that Dr. Oz won that 83% to 17%. It will still, because again, within the margin, it's one or two points either way. Another one of those Senate seats is going to be up for grabs in the state of Pennsylvania. Well, funny thing is, is Fetterman even said he was like, I'm, I'm not going to win this debate. He flat out he said flat it out early. Said yeah. it, which they all if said you, it if you think about it, that's what Democrats are starting to do. I'm not going to win because you're probably cheating. Well, I, they can't argue with you. In Arizona, there's a reason why Kari Lake, she can't She's get so Katie Hobbs to, to take part in it because they realize this is going to be bad if she I actually have to. She get crushed. Is so you impressive. can't argue the issues. She's one of my favorites right now. Oh, my now. gosh. Dude, I don't know. For calling out CNN for the mask and six feet and all that, it was great. Dude. She's not one of my favorites. She is my favorite. There's nobody that compares to her in my book right now. Um, When we come back, let's talk about that Trafalgar Group uh, polling that has Herschel Walker leading. I know, right? (laughs) I know we said we were going to talk about it 10 minutes ago, but we're really going to talk about it, I swear, next. On Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station in your home for election coverage from the right perspective. Swept up in the red wave with 24 hours of coverage of the 2022 midterm elections with Tug, Rhino, and Lopes on the Morning Extra. Indeed, you'll get it from the right perspective and local coverage. As we've discussed and and probably told you about it, and if you've heard this, stop me. But we're going to have a full week next week of the Morning Extra in the afternoon. We'll also... Um, on Election Day, start up after the show's done at 9. We'll come back at 6 p.m. an hour before the polls close and go until midnight. Will there be Tracking. food? Yes, there will. That's already been oh, – <laughs> we've already got that one nailed down. Yes, we will uh, We'll have some food. And I'm a happy camper. That's Let's all do this. Right? Some hotel rooms. We had it all. We had it all nailed down. Just get that man some food and he's going right. to be good. Seriously. Exactly. He, is, uh, he is good to go. See, I'm going to be late thing. tomorrow just so I get him breakfast. See, there you go. Problem is, like, whenever you have a little bit of a head cold, you you lose an appetite, but you're still hungry. It's the worst thing on the planet. And then you eat, but you still feel hungry. Uh, I had the same thing going with my wife. She has a sinus infection. And so she's like, I'm really hungry last night. And then she ate, like, a third of what we got. Yeah, Yeah, it was not very much. See, I, I wish I could blame it on a head cold. Like, I eat and eat and eat, and I love eating. Like, I just can't, like, even when I don't, even when I'm not hungry, I'm like, man, I love The problem when you're sitting, like, with... The sinuses and mucus and stuff like that, it's certain things that are going to affect your eating. So you don't want to eat, like, milk or cream and no, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. It so. Oh, yeah, all of it will mess with yeah. you. Yeah, no doubt about it. Morning Extra and Extra 106.3. There is a poll out from the Trafalgar Group, and we've referenced them quite a few times. Um, now, let me let me give you some background that it is a poll that they did with the Daily Wire, which is a conservative outlet. That's uh, Ben Shapiro and uh, that, that outfit. Yeah. However... Trafalgar Group is a very reputable organization. It's not It's not like they, they're going to bend or break either way. They're going to try to give it to you pretty straight. No, one of the things they try and do, and this is what's different amongst a lot of these groups, uh, they will try and sample size according to what the, the constituency is. So, for instance, in the state of Georgia, when you have about a 3% to 4% margin uh, in terms of more Republican than Democrats as far as registered, they're going to try and sample three to four percent more republicans and so that that's the deal when you go to market to market if you're trying to put together accurate information you're trying to take what was previously out there and you try and model after that and in theirs they point out the margin error uh, margin for error is 2.9 percent and by the way that's on the amount of people that is i'm, I'm so i'm a total nerd about no i know but but it's worth explaining but, but it's uh, the, the amount when you talk about a margin of error 
it's a it's based on the amount of people that are sampled. And so the more that are sampled, the less your margin of error, the more power that you have within that. And so if you sample 200 people, the margin of error becomes much larger than if you sample 1,200, 2,000, 2,500. There you go. So in this, this poll, th- maybe the first one that I've seen that Herschel Walker is actually leading and the Trevalger Group, along with Daily Wire, are showing that Herschel Walker leads Raphael Warnock by two points. Again, margin of error, 2.9, so it's still within the margin of error. But the attack on Herschel Walker, which is still unproven, we've talked about it. Rhino has been, he's really pounded the table about this. The fact that none of the accusations against Herschel Walker have been True, no one's been able to corroborate it. No corroboration whatsoever. So this is about an abortion that he supposedly paid for 13 years ago. This was supposed to hurt Herschel's campaign. The real October surprise, I would imagine to the Democrats right now, is the fact that it's doing the exact opposite of what they had hoped. This uh, this surprised Guy Benson when I joined him on his show, and I talked about it on this show as well. And I uh, I, I will often say when, when I bring certain things up, it's because I feel like I have a pretty good feel for how things are going. When you talk about the evangelical Christian vote, the more faults that Herschel Walker has— it's almost been better for him. They they look at him as a broken person. They look at him as a real person, as less of a politician. And when I brought up when he was going to do the debate, the 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 guy who came across less as a politician was going to win. Uh, when the, these faults seem to be helping him, where they look at him and they go, "Yeah, you're a regular guy. You have faults, and and you've owned up to it. You wrote an entire book." As as uh, Rhino brings this up on a regular basis, I, and I love him for it. It's like the man wrote a book about all the things that he did wrong in his life. And to put it out there like that, you're asking for salvation. And you're asking for the audience to understand this is the point about how broken I was. It's almost a testimony. And so I I think that resonates with voters. And so when when the Democrats thought, hey, let's drop this. It's going to be a massive bomb. I'm sorry. His voting block looks at it and they go, no, it's, it's kind of par for the course. Absolutely, because that's who we are. That's who we are, as, and that's who he is. As a Christian man, as a guy that that is wears my faith on my sleeve, that is who I am as a person. I am broke. Now, am I trying to get better every day? Of course. Absolutely. And that's what he advocates for exactly as well. exactly right. It's and endearing. It is. It but, really is. Because it's real. That's it's, what it, real people are doing. Uh, there, there's a part of me that looks at Herschel Walker, and I understand the, the accomplishments. I understand everything that he has been able to do within the SEC. I called him a legend a long time ago. I, I, I brought it up. This is going to be a very difficult man to beat because of, of the status he has. I think a lot of it came down to when we see how this goes, is he human? And humanity is about faults. It's about being able to say, this is where I messed up. This is where I'm not a good person. This is where I I have I have been lesser than I should have been. And the fact that he has been out front with this stuff to the point where he told you all this stuff and then he said, on this one, though, that ain't me. I didn't do this one. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, you can paint them all on me. I did all of them. You're right. I, I did all this sort of stuff. Uh, when your Rod Warnock ads are showing a woman talking about, we put a gun to my head. By the way, he was sitting right next to her being like, right. I did. But, but of course, I that was, is I was not, mentally ill. Yeah, that I, I, is not in a part of it, though. They, they're leaving that. They're leaving that part out, it out. Of it. But that, that is where a man basically said, I'm going on television. And I'm telling you how broken I was. And this is what I did. There is something that is endearing with the voters where they see somebody who is a little bit frail, who has had these issues. Someone that isn't afraid to admit failures. To oh, the biggest, strongest yourself. man in the SEC. Exactly. Who's like, I'm, who, who's like, I'm this, yeah, I am this frail. 
At the same time. At, at the same the time. Very same time. It's unbelievable to think that that could be the same the same guy, but it is, and that's why I vote for him. Raphael Warnock is a false prophet, and that first started bubbling up when Herschel was here at Dickey Broadcasting here at Extra 106.3, and he was coming in to be on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. He we we have these we have these walls that we have everybody that come in sign. It's it's just something we do. All the people that visit from Alex Rodriguez to Ice Cube, the rapper, to Shaquille O'Neal, to Herschel Walk, anybody, Chipper Jones, anybody you can think of. My man Austin Riley was Austin one of the Riley. last ones. Yeah, yeah. which is – and look, Dansby's here today. Yeah, get exactly. Dansby Dansby's up here, yep. So when Herschel's signing that wall and I'm, and I'm standing there and I, and I ask him how – how does a man who says he is a pastor, and not even just says it, he is, he's a functioning pastor in downtown Atlanta at Ebenezer Baptist Church, how does he square saying that I can, I will vote for and did vote for abortion till the moment of birth? And Herschel stopped signing the wall and looked at me and he said, he is a false prophet. And the hair on the back of my neck stood up and yeah. I, it was one of those cold chill moments. And the Bible says, choose life. Raphael Warnock does not do that, not with that stance. So that's when I knew at that point I was going to vote for Herschel. I didn't vote for Herschel in the primary. I did not. I voted for no, Kelvin King. I. I voted for Kelvin King. And at that point, though, this is the this is the options we have. These are the choices we have. You don't have to like either one of them. But when you look at them, it's very clear who you have to vote for. One of the things that jumps out to me, and this was, uh, we, we talked about it on air when we were over at Marietta Diner, and then I got a chance to, to talk with Herschel Walker a little bit off air, and I told him how, hey, I grew up as a, as a Cowboy fan. I grew up in, in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. My, my family was all about the Cowboys. My parents put me in a 12 jersey because Roger Staubach was their guy. And I never had a non-12 jersey until I was, like, in high school, okay? (laughs) Like, every every year was like, you're wearing 12. Like, really? Okay, I'm wearing 12. Um, But I told him, I go, you know, when when I was growing up and when the Cowboys traded Herschel Walker, it was a, a rebirth of sorts. It was, we're resetting the franchise. And within three years, they were Super Bowl champions after not having won anything for 14, 15 years. And I told him, I go, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for that same sort of deal. And the look on his face was, I get to not just be rebirthed with America's team, because he has a part of that. The Herschel mm-hmm. Walker trade is known as that's what it is. But he looked at it as, as I get to be rebirthed in Georgia. And there was something empowering about it to both of us, where I was just, there, there was just that look of like, okay, you're putting your faith in me. I'm putting my faith in you, and I won't let you down. And, and there, was, there was something about it that just made me go like, okay, I'm good here. I'm good with the boat. I'm good with the vote no matter it. what. Even even though love even it. though not in the primary, you weren't my vote. I sat back doesn't and I'm matter. like, I'm like, you're good with my vote. No, it doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter what happened in the primary because that's past, right? That's we've moved on. And and it's funny, man, when I when I think about Raphael Warnock and and the fact that I disagree with him vehemently on most everything, like I don't I don't hate him as a person. Like I think that's a, something that the left uh, generates or, or actually practices. I don't hate Joe Biden. I vehemently disagree with him. I think he is wrong for America. I dislike every policy. I, I dislike most everything he says, but I don't hate him. I don't hate him, and that's that's something that I can't do. And and I don't want to judge Raphael Warnock because that's between him and the good Lord. I have no input on that whatsoever, but I do understand right from wrong, and I know when I see right and I, when I see wrong. 
Well, don't worry. Me and Los will take the well, negativity and the right. hatred towards but, Rafael but I, but I will tell you, um, I, I put, I, I always joke around about it you know, when I would work over on the sports end and when I work uh, over here. You know, hate terrorism, hate cancer. Hate is such a strong word. Hate is something that I have a hard time putting on politics. It's not for me. Are there people that I vehemently dislike? Are there people that I don't care for? Um, to this day, I still look at the entire bit of the Obama administration. And I'm like, I couldn't stand any of it. But I also at the same, same time went, oh, I appreciate the fact they got done what they wanted to get done. It was not good for the country, but that was the whole point. And I, and I, I sit back and I go, if you didn't care for the country, he did exactly what you wanted. Okay, that, that's exactly how it was. He, he had a dislike for this country and he accomplished it because he was a very skilled pop, uh, a politician. I, I, I wasn't hating on it. I was just sitting back and going but, like that's how it's. I I've, I just have a very reserved place for hate, and so when it comes to a lot of these politicians, I look at them and I go, I heavily dislike what you're doing. It's based on policy. It ain't based on you. I hate communism. I, I hate socialism. I hate those ideas, and 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 though that that's where I reserve that word. Yeah, because it's I don't, very I don't, reserved. Yeah, I I don't hate any. I don't hate anyone. The Bible tells me I can't, and I, and I, I don't have to like everybody. And I, but but I think it boils. <laughs> we down. can't all be friends, but I'm not going to hate and you. I'm not going to hate you. And and I think that's a big difference, man. Because the the left would tell us, or say about us that we're hate mongers. You know, we we hate people. We hate and we want to destroy and we hurt. We hate other people because of whatever their description of whether it's their sexual orientation or their their race or the the left would say that we're all full of hate. And I would say it's the exact opposite. I will tell you this, and this is a very simplistic way of looking at it. And maybe it's just because the shoe is on the other foot right now. And maybe this will change going forward. I don't recall um, seeing any kind of, oh, I don't know, anti-abortion people that are, uh, their homes are being raided. Okay. okay? Right. I was like, I don't recall uh, when when our side is in power, we're raiding our political enemies. Okay. That's hate. Okay, that's what they're doing. Indeed, it the, is. The, the, the Department of Justice has now become the Gestapo. They are they are going after political enemies. I don't recall uh, ever having somebody in in the seat of power like Merrick Garland who is looking at parents, parents calling them domestic terrorists. terrorists. Right. These are the things that people that hate you do. I don't know that I've ever had that kind of hate in my heart to go after my political enemy. In fact, part of the problem that I think we've had at times in this country is that whenever we get in power, we go, let bygones be bygones, everything be fine. The minute we start going after these people, granted, we're going to create a banana republic, but at the same time, we're going to keep them from doing the same thing to us. A perfect example is when Trump let Hillary Clinton off the hook right when he came into yeah, office. Told her she's fine. Mm. Now, he should have destroyed her right there. Should have taken care of it, but... Again, you know, hate generates hate. Then there would have been an assassination attempt on Donald Trump. Of course, but that's the problem. It's like if if you go down this road, and what's the problem is it always stops on the right. When hate should should beget more hate, should create more hate, we're the ones who step up as the adults and say, we're stopping it right here. We're not going to do it. It's like children. Uh, When when you have, like I said, when we had Attorney General Barr who decided, you know what, we're not going to do tick for tat. Okay, we're not going to do it. Um, guess what? The left got in and did it right away because they don't they don't adhere to the same things you do. No, you're right. They don't. You're right. They, you know, you you adhere to a different level of decorum, and they do not. But at a certain point, you're gonna have to smack them in the face to make them stop. 
Yeah, it's okay. that, it's that it's, moment. It's, it's the bully moment. It is the bully moment of saying, you know what? The bully only respects power and strength. And until you win it, until you grab one of them and you string them up, and let's start with Fauci. Um, <laughs> once you string one of them up, then the rest of them go, don't ever do that they're again. Not, they're not messing around. I'm telling you, put them, string them up. Let's go from there. And you have to hold your politicians accountable. Hey, I think that may, if there's a theme of this morning's show, that may be it. I feel like I've said it over and over again. This red wave that we keep talking about and, and almost celebrating, not even almost, definitely celebrating. It's coming. It's coming. It absolutely is. You know it is. Don't let that keep you from going to vote because you need to be a part of it. No, you no, need get, to be a part of the solution. It, it, it's empowering. It was so nice. Again, it opened up last Monday. I was in on Tuesday. I walked out of there like I was walking on air, and I couldn't wait to get back to this radio show to be like, guess what, guys? I already voted. Mm-hmm. I'm already counted. I'm, I'm part of the solution here. Be part of the solution. And if you if, if you got to drive your family members, if you got, again, I haven't told my wife that I, and she doesn't listen to this radio show, so we're totally cool. Uh, <laughs> she has no idea that I voted, so I don't have to worry about it. In fact, she probably won't even vote. She'll be like, he didn't even vote. Why do I got to worry about canceling out his vote? I'm like, sucker, I'm already ahead of you. We're good here. But if you have to drive your family and your friends over to, 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 go, over to, to go vote, do it because it's important. It, it's not enough to beat them by a little bit. Mm-mm. You want to crush them. Beat so them like a they, drum. So that they understand the country has a mandate and it's to beat them back from what they were doing the analogy has to be whoever your team is let's say you're an sec fan pick your team and then pick the team that you despise the most maybe it's alabama because they're always good maybe it's tennessee because they're good right now whatever you want your football team to do to that team that's what you want to see on November 8th. 45-2. That's go. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I want to see a walloping. This is the Morning Extra and Extra 106.3, the app's best way to listen. So you can listen live and on demand. When we continue, the Biden administration echoes the Abrams campaign. But the, the problem is, like always, they provide zero evidence to back up their claims. Next on Extra 106.3. weather grab your phone need traffic grab your phone conservative news and talk also on your phone get the extra 1063 app morning extra at extra 1063 tug cower and rhino out today carlos medina and uh our boy flounder uh, we wish uh rhino well he's uh, just a little under the weather he'll be, hopefully be back tomorrow but um until then we're gonna uh carry the i like beautiful him. men he does. He does. I'm sure he's doing great at home. Yeah, it's exactly right. That man is working. He, again, he gets the gold star on Friday. I, I, I sent you guys the text message Friday afternoon because I got a chance to listen back on the show. I was so proud of him because of how he grinded through that entire show. Where, where, again, he organizes so many of these these breakfasts we do, and, and you do as well, Tug. But he's always the kind of the, the guy. He's the he, spark plug, man. He's a conduit. There's a pride thing in it for him. Yeah, oh, my God. He, he is, I appreciate I, I don't think people understand unless they just, just flat out, you know, so much of the station is driven by his passion. Absolutely and so correct. When he basically sends you a text and says, guys, I don't I'm got dying. it today. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm like, okay, we got we to gotta hold it up for Rhino. Rhino is a... Uh, Rhino is a key cog of this entire machine, man. We'll carry so the I water hope, today. I hope, I hope he feels better after tomorrow. Absolutely. We'll carry the water today and welcome him back as soon as he can uh, feel better and get back in here. 
Uh, Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station. I, I find it humorous oftentimes when Stacey Abrams just beats the drum. As a music guy, man, I know how important the guy playing the drums is, right? He's the guy that's leading the leading the you charge. You want me to start the whole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. You, you pick up the next. I love I'm going to turn into Matthew McConaughey yeah, right now. It. I love it, but um, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, absolutely. The, the beating of the drums is so important. But Stacey Abrams, in this case, she beats the drum, and it's it, it's it's a it's a bad note because the note's just not right for the song that she's trying to play. She's always talking about voter suppression, even though in the state of Georgia, as of yesterday, there were, what did I write? Just short of a million? Yeah, just 986,597 as of yesterday, early voters, including our own Dr. Lowe's, went out and voted. So the whole voter suppression is alive and well in Georgia is just not really working, and there's no evidence of it. I'm not saying that it couldn't be possible. Anything is possible, but you you show me no evidence and then the White House parrots that message. Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday parroted it again, yet at the same time I ask you, where is the evidence, and they never provide any. If I made money off telling you the sky is green, there's no way you could tell me anything different. That's right, because that's, that's what's paying your bills. That's what's paying my bills. And so she has made a living, a good living, off zo- uh, voter suppression and saying that elections are rigged and going from there. And so... There's really not a whole lot left in the quiver, okay? that this, These are the two arrows I'm going to fire, and this is how it's going to be. And even though when the data tells you we have historic levels of voting right now in this state, there is a historic level of interest in voting right now on both sides, and yet this woman keeps telling you, and he, again, KJP said the same thing. Well, you know what? There can be voter suppression and Voter interests at the same time. I'm sorry. These are things that do not marry up yeah. to one another. Show it to me. Oh, she can. Yeah. Of course it, she it, can. Of course not. But, but there's no answer to that. But, but, but you, you can. But those. that's the beauty of the, the empty message, right, is that you can repeat it and never have to because the media is not going to challenge well, you Well, that's that. that's the problem when you parrot something that doesn't make any sense. You sit back and you know it doesn't make any sense. It, there's no there's no additional information there yet. You keep parroting something that doesn't make any sense, and you just hope that you have the compliant media. As I always, the, the bootlicking media mm-hmm. that will sit back and back her to a certain extent, and they realize they will back her to a certain extent. Even though we know we can drive around all day, we can look around everywhere and go, "Yeah, this isn't really realistic." And you know it. You know it in your heart. If you voted, you know how easy it was. Yet, you're still listening to this and going, maybe somebody somewhere out there is being suppressed. I wasn't, but maybe somebody else out there is. Do you suppose, though, that people that walk the halls of MSNBC or CNN to a degree, definitely the networks, NBC, ABC, CBS, um, when they turn off the mics in their heart of hearts, like they know what they they know the message that they want to push. And they'll have to they'll have to even parrot nonsense like this because that's part of the talking point. That's part of the message. And 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 when they turn off the mics, they're like, I feel like an idiot for having to say this. But I believe in in our side so much that I'm willing to say it. So Van Jones, who had a place in the Obama administration, has since moved on to CNN. I mean, this is back in 2016 when they talked about Russian collusion and they caught him outside of the CNN center. And somebody got a chance to ask him about, hey, what about Russian collusion? And he flat out told you, you can still find the video. He's like, this is a nothing burger. Flat out told you. Now, why was it being parroted? Because CNN wanted ratings. There is a point where these people realize, if this is where my bread is buttered, this is what I'm talking about. 
if, and especially when it comes to the sports side, and, and I'm, I've been very fortunate that I've been able to talk about whatever I want to and whatever I'm passionate about. But if management came to me and said, talk about the Falcons being the greatest thing since sliced bread ever. You'd drill down in the numbers and figure it out a way to do it, right? I'd find a way at three and four to go like, they're the greatest thing ever. They're winning the Super Bowl. It's going to be amazing. Oh, my God. Because that paycheck cashes every two weeks. And I'd be worried about what happens if it doesn't. That's right. And and that is the mentality that they have within those organizations. Now, I, again, fortunate, never had to do that. But there are organizations where you realize this is where the bread is buttered and this is the, the song i got to sing. That actually leads me back to the Michelle Tafoya thing that we didn't get a chance to talk to. And I'm glad you, you said what you did because she was in a position – in, on the on the most watched NFL program on a Sunday number night. one show in all of all of network television. Can you grab that that cut from her because she had a great commentary on her podcast, where she basically says the same kind of the same things that we've been saying. Stop saying I'm sorry. Stop apologizing for loving your country. Stop apologizing for having family values and and holding those dear. There's something to be sorry for. That's legitimately, you know, because you're sorry that you this unfortunate thing happened. You're sorry because you know your mom's going to be sad. You're sorry because it's just a, it's an unfortunate accident, right? But I'm sorry just now seeing your email. Sorry you just misinterpreted me. That's a big one. For example, all these broadcasters who say things on the air and then they have to apologize five minutes later because it may have offended someone. It may have offended someone. So it's their responsibility now to apologize for saying something that may have offended someone rather than saying to the people out there, if you're offended, maybe ask yourself why. Such a great now, comment. Some of these offensive things you might really be sorry for. That's legit. But we're apologizing way too much. I, and I agree with her. Yeah, she's 100 percent right. And look, I'm so guilty of this. I am guilty of what she's saying. And I'm doing my best to to correct it because I even find myself in text. I'll be like, oh, man, sorry about And I'll back it out. <laughs> and so when she, when I w read this last night and watched her, I was like, this is what I'm trying to get away from. Yeah, Kimmer always says that nobody has the right to never be offended. That's right. That's correct. If, well, you, if you think that, you should never go onto social media. You should never have a conversation with anybody. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you this. I have a big heart for society, um, for what I want for society, for what I want for people uh, individually. I have a hard time uh, being able to figure out what you're upset about, what you're not. And so there's part of me that just goes, oh, you're you're upset. Okay, well, whatever. It's not going to ruin my day. Uh, but, but, I, but I like Mich Michelle Tafoya's point where stop apologizing for this sort of stuff. Stop. You know, stop. You've done nothing You've wrong. You've done nothing wrong. And so what it comes down to, and, and this is where I, I'm, I'm so, I, I guess I envy her. Because I look at somebody who was sitting on the mountaintop, and she went, you know what? It ain't that great here. I want another purpose. That's right. I think that, I is, I that. Think that is incredibly cool where she said, Me too. I'm on the number one network television show in the entire country, but I feel like I need to do something different. And that feels very cool to me. Me too. I, I, I applaud that. I, I admire it. And, and the other thing is, like, I can only imagine the money that she was making in the position that she was in. It had to be... All right, Celebrity Net Worth, let, well, yeah. me, let, me, let me get Quickly, over here. <laughs> as we ramp up the show, I'll tell you, as we uh, close out, to make sure you stick with Extra 106.3, the best conservative coverage on in media, not just on the radio, but on the radio too, but in media in Atlanta. 
There is no better place to I'm find getting there. I'm getting perspective there. All right. that you won't get anywhere else. Two million. See, she's two million. Awesome. Is is she still at two hundred k per year? You think? Uh, or is that's that... what it says. Salary. We'll see what it is at this point. But again, you know, I'm sure she put a bunch of money away. She's a smart. Good lady. for her. She left. She left the number one network television show to do better and stop apologizing. I love it. All right, that does it. We'll give it to uh, our buddy. Neil Bortz. He's got a Bortz report coming up, then a Fox News update, and then we'll kick off the best coverage from a conservative perspective with the Glenn Beck program. All right, for uh, Rhino, we hope it gets better. Los, Flounder 2. My name is Tug Cowart. Y'all come back now, you hear? Bye, Opex. <laughs> In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.